0: Welcome. Legally Brief presents Changing Our Institutions. I'm your host, Judy Saunders. I'm a lawyer who works with private and public companies, educational institutions, and sports organizations to identify root causes, confront historic failures, and boldly implement change to our institutions. This podcast is for corporate change agents, disruptors, and mindset mavericks who are committed to making our institutions work better for themselves and the next generation. I wanna remind you that while I hope you enjoy every episode in the series that we're doing on changing our institutions, the content of this programming is not a substitute for speaking directly with an attorney who understands your unique circumstances. If you're looking for past episodes or information, please head on over to my website. There you'll find information, and you can sign up for newsletters, and you can learn more about me and my practice. I'm glad you're here. Let's get ready, and let's talk and make some changes. Hello, and happy holidays. Welcome back to one of the maybe last... I can do probably one other episode before we turn over into a new year. So happy holidays to everyone that's either traveling, maybe you'll catch up on past episodes when you're sitting in the airport, going to see family and friends or driving in your car. On December 3rd, so not too long ago, I was able to see a play on Broadway, the Lehman Trilogy. Recently, maybe even within the past 48 to 72 hours, Broadway has shut down again because of the new strain that's spreading in New York City and the New Jersey area. But just before this shutdown of Broadway, I was able to go see this play and I had a limited understanding. I remember when Lehman Brothers shut down in 2008. I also remember that there was this tie between the Lehman Brothers and Alabama, where some of you may know that I spent a good portion of my formative years growing up in Huntsville, Alabama. So I always thought that that was interesting that this large New York City firm had its roots or foundings or connection to Alabama. So I went into this play not knowing much more than that, maybe a little bit more, but not much more than that. And of course, one of the things that I am always plugged into for purposes of this podcast, but in the work that I do, is looking at institutions, seeing what it is, how they work, who is running it, where they go wrong, who they harm and injure, and how to make them better. So when I tell you that this play was right on point and uncovered so many things about the process, the building, the structure of institutions, that I couldn't have asked for a better holiday gift to myself or even a better birthday present my birthday I celebrated my birthday on December 10th what the Lehman trilogy if you look if you google that or if you I have in front of me the playbill and you won't get much about it you'll get a little bit about who the actors are and the origins of the play so if you look on Encore Tickets it talks about it's the tale of the Lehman Brothers and their financial roller coaster, illustrating the downward spiral that went on to cause an unparalleled financial downturn throughout the world. Many economists, financial experts say that it was this fall of the Lehman Brothers that started the ripple and the first domino to fall in the financial crash. When you look further to try to understand what is the Lehman Brothers' Trilogy. You may even find that it was first performed in England in October of 2018. And it shows the three generations of the Lehmans starting from their humble beginnings, three siblings who moved to America and their great success in the financial industry. It may even get a little bit deeper, and you're curious because it sounds so much like, quote unquote, the American dream. Immigrants coming to this country, fighting it out, pulling themselves up by their bootstraps, eking out a meager existence. You'll hear that one of the brothers, Henry, you, you get these dramatic, very vivid pictures when you read or try to find more information online about their story. One One literary picture says that Henry stepped onto American soil for the first time and it would change his life, his life. For the better. He then joined with his two brothers who came to New York and they established a business that went on to be the fourth largest firm in the United States. It was a banking firm and it first declared bankruptcy and changed the world in 2007. So those are some of the snippets, the descriptions. you'll get about the Lehman brother. And then about the play itself, you'll understand that it's a play. If you read, it's a three act play by an Italian novelist. It follows the lives of these immigrant brothers as they come to America and they built themselves up. They founded this firm. And then of course, as I said before, the collapse of the firm and the financial crisis that followed, it's been translated into 24 languages. And it is, it was a great, Play, the majority of the play. I'll just tell you a little bit about my experience. You enter and you see a really interesting set. Three individuals tell this story on not much more. They're acting out both men and women and the different roles. And here's the thing that I found most interesting as in the pattern that you've heard me talk about on past shows these institutions, businesses at their very core, many times are net set up by or for the individuals that they serve. What you won't hear, and if you Google Lehman trilogy, but if you take a deeper dive and the play itself expose this, maybe not with a commentary that I'll give you, but the Lehman Brothers, the entire business opportunity, their growth, their success, the fourth largest firm, was founded on and generated by slavery. The Lehman Brothers were able to exploit African labor in Alabama, and they did that, and I'll give you just a brief, very brief summary. They did that, obviously, because Africans and the African-American slaves at that time, when they came over in the 1800s, weren't even close to even being thought of as human beings. So forget them even having an opportunity. But what the Lehman Brothers were able to do is that they were able to leave Germany, enter America through Ellis Island, make their way down through Mobile, and start out first as just a general store in the Deep South. They were able to move through the South, open a business, unencumbered as opposed to Africans and African-Americans at that time. And then looking around and seeing other opportunities to expand, they then came up with the idea that they would purchase cotton that was being freely harvested, planted, and made by individuals who were held as chattel and treated worse than animals and exploit that opportunity. And then the story, we learned that they expanded from a general store from selling materials and cloth, they went on and decided that, hey, here's another opportunity to continue to grow. And they started to sell general supplies to the plantation owners, to these slave drivers and slave owners. And then from there, they had another opportunity. Now, you're going to get tired of me by the end of this episode by saying that word opportunity, but that Is the takeaway for this conversation that we're having. Institutions, it's the hope of individuals that are being serviced, that are working in and looking to be it a business, be it a government, they are hoping for opportunity. And what we find is that, be it in a judicial system, an educational system, we find that opportunity is cut off, barred and held away from the majority of people that institutions say they want to serve. And why is that? Well, the story of the Lehman Trilogy, and if Broadway does open back up again, you should go and see this, and you should see this play through the lens and with an eye, to of how a business is specifically not set up to offer opportunities to anyone but the owner's the founders, and a very small population of individuals. So, understanding that the brothers here that they were able to grow their business for free they visited plantations and how they scaled in those early years is that they decided that they could capitalize and they could get a monopoly on the cotton that was being grown and harvested as a result of grief and torture of other human beings they decided that they could strike deals and enter into agreements and contracts with plantations spanning from, I believe it was Florida, of course, and Alabama. Not sure how far, I can't recall immediately how far west they went, but I want to say even going into Texas. And with that, they then took this raw material. One of the brothers decided that it was time to explore going north. And once the brother arrived into New York, he then began to meet with other merchants, other individuals who were, here we go again, looking for opportunity, business opportunity. And in doing that, they were able to grow and scale and come up with different iterations of business. So they did not start out as a financial service business. We also heard such names in the play as Goldman. You heard other financial institutions, Lynch were mentioned throughout the play and what The pattern was, is that these businesses that we look around, if you're in New York City, if you're in any urban area, even in some main streets, they'll have outposts of these financial service businesses that have been around for 100, 200 years or more. And you look around and you're at awe and you think, wow, how were these businesses built? They're just amazing. The the minds behind them must have been so much more, more intelligent than most individuals. They must have worked worked tirelessly, not to say that some don't, but what's missing from the story of so many institutions is they had opportunity. Lehman had the opportunity to exploit slave, and I don't want to use that word slave, to exploit the free labor of African men and women. Use that money to build a business. That's how they got ahead. So if you let's not romanticize this story of immigrants arriving, all immigrants. There's always exceptions. All immigrants arriving, pulling themselves up by their bootstraps, having no one to rely on but their own grit. Because you see here in this story, in the Lehman Brothers trilogy, it was because they had a jump start with free slave labor. And you'll also see if you have an opportunity to read more about this, you'll see that the other financial services, if you listen listen to the story of JP Morgan Chase very similar story so when we wonder why there's institutions that aren't working properly You have to go back and understand the history. You have to uncover and peel back the foundations and you understand why it is that they don't work, that the systems, that the process does not work and it does not serve everyone. And in particular, does not serve individuals of color because it was never meant to serve. And as the case in the Lehman Brothers, we see that just the opposite. It was built on the exploitation of African Americans. When I was there in the play and I was sitting next to my girlfriend, we went to watch the play. We looked over at each other at one point And as they were getting to the point, I think it was the second act or the end of the, the beginning of the third act. And it was clear that there was going to be a collapse. They were taking you through all the different iterations of the um, different Lehman men who ran the business. And as things started to Crumble, knowing that now the connection between the free labor of African and African Americans, it was almost we said to ourselves, well, this is poetic justice. This is what happens when you start off on a lie and when you start off and build your opportunity on exploitation. You know, that was a remark that I don't know, maybe, maybe that's something that we all should look at. When we think about why education doesn't work, why housing doesn't work, we can't continue to look at these things in a vacuum. And each new elected official administration believes that they can just start at point C and enact policies or renew policies or just revise and tinker. It is my opinion and my assertion that in order to get to the remedy, to the real cause, we have to look back and we have to go through the painful process to understand how our systems were created. And only then can we address, only then can we make lasting and sustainable changes. Go and see the Lehman Brothers trilogy, read about it, I truly hope that this new strain this additional wave of COVID will die down and that Broadway will open back up. Actors, the economy will not take a severe hit. Small business owners will not take a severe hit. But during this time, and I hope that you do understand and have the opportunity to look at our financial institutions, to read about them over the holiday season. Maybe as things slow down and you're able to take some time away from work, work, look at these institutions, especially finances, understand how it is that they were able to grow so fast and scale. What was their seed money that allowed Lehman, Goldman Sachs, Merrill Lynch, Morgan Chase and others, how were they able to grow and scale on this level? Looking back at that, we're often able to understand that the one thing that people want and the one thing that they hope their institutions and their systems will give them is opportunity. But the question is, is opportunity being given freely and fairly to everyone. And the story that I found in the Lehman Brothers is that it was not being given to everyone. I sincerely hope that you have a safe and happy holidays, no matter what you're celebrating, whether it's Kwanzaa, whether it's Christmas, or whether you're not celebrating anything at all, whether you're just celebrating being with your family, or by yourself, taking time off to sit alone, enjoy a meal. That's my wish for you. I should have one more episode before the new year, but if not, if we don't get a chance to have a conversation again, I wish you the very best. Be well in the rest of your time in 2021 and then going into 2022. Take care of yourself. Goodbye. All information and content in this podcast is provided for entertainment purposes only. Nothing in this podcast shall constitute legal advice and shall not create an attorney-client relationship. This information is general and may not be applicable to your particular circumstances. You should review your particular circumstances with an attorney. All liability with respect to actions taken or not taken based on the contents of this podcast is hereby expressly disclaimed.